You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. So here you are, too foreign for home, too foreign for here, never enough for both. Ujoma Umbinyo, Diaspora Blues. What makes you smile and adds a spring to your step? What does it mean to belong? And how do we build a home away from home? Diaspora Blues is a show that contemplates what is and what could be. Join Ayan every Monday at 2.30pm on 3CR Community Radio. You're listening to Diaspora Blues, a 3CR radio show produced on Kula Nation. I am Ayan Shirwa. My guest this week is a sweetheart. She is also smart and thoughtful and just so frigging down to earth. Aisha Hassan is a music journalist, stylist and advocate. That's all I'm going to say for now. But in the meantime, let's get some music going. This artist was reintroduced to me last week by Aisha, but I first heard of him through Arij Noor. Arij is the former host of the rap at Triple R. His name is That Kid Maz and this song is called Sheltered. I've had a few jobs over the years, 
none I've really loved. A mate suggested I use my skills to teach. Turns out I only needed to study for under two years. Now I'm in demand in a secure career I love. Come on, kids, gather round. Are you ready? Fast track your study and start teaching sooner with an accelerated learning program. Visit vic.gov.au forward slash teach the future. Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. A 3CR supporter. You're listening to Diaspora Blues at 3CR Community Radio at 55am. I reckon I just jumped the gun. So before the CSA, we heard from That Kid Maz with Sheltered. Shout out to Aisha for reintroducing me to That Kid Maz. Aisha Hassan came to my attention when someone on Instagram reshared her interview with Sampa the Great. So I read the names Aisha and Sampa and I was hooked. I read the interview and was blown away by Aisha's ability to A, ask great questions and B, follow them up with insightful commentary. You can really tell she was a fan of Sampa, Sampa sorry, and Sampa's message, which made the interview, at least for me, more significant. And now let's hear from Aisha. Welcome to the show, Aisha. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad that you're here and I'm so glad that we get to talk about music and music journalism. But before we get into that, let's start from the beginning. So there's a segment I'm trying to start and you're the first person I'm trying it on. So bear with oh, me. Okay, so the segment exciting. is called, What is Your Diaspora Blues? I think... And I've kind of mentioned this a couple of times to different people who've asked me, I guess, my ethnic background, you could say, um, that it's a bit of a mouthful sometimes having to explain uh, where my parents are from uh, because both of them were born uh, on the continent of Africa. So my mum was born in South Africa and my dad was born in Ethiopia, but they both have you know, mixed sort of ethnicities as well. So my dad comes from a predominantly Somali background and my mom is like half South African Indian, half white South African. So it's a bit confusing. It's like a little bit of a mouthful. I <clears throat> almost don't know what to say sometimes if mm. I'm just like, do people care if I like tell them in depth what's going on here or do they just want to hear like approximately where I'm yeah. from? You know what I mean? So that's probably like something, it's really minor, I guess, but it's more of like an everyday thing, I guess. So yeah, sometimes it's just a bit of a mouthful having to explain my ethnic background and like that is, I'm born here and this and that. Is that something that you think about quite a bit or is it just, you know, if it happens, it happens and then you move on? Um, It's not something I really deep that hard. Um, It's just kind of in the moment. I'm kind of like, oh, okay, well... What do I say here? Do they want to just hear like the surface level or, you know, do they want to know a little bit of the intricacies? Um, but yeah, it's not something that I do very hard, but I would say like, it's just kind of like, I don't know, an added, an added hindrance <laughs> every now and then. <laughs> a hindrance on top of the other hindrances that you deal with, of yeah. course. But not even, it's not in a way that I'm not like proud to like say where I'm from or where my family's come from. It's just... Um, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of mystery sometimes as to, or like intrigue mm. that sometimes I'm just not always like into like talking about. Yeah, so. fair enough. Like I had once, I was on the tram and a guy asked me where I'm from and I was like, oh, Somalia. And yeah. then he went on to ask me about 
what's a cultural dish? And I said, I don't know. He's like, you don't know your cultural dish? Oh, my God, yes. I'm like, I don't know. I hate it when that happens, when people are like, oh, my God, you don't know your own culture? I know what it Somali dish. Um. Uh, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, I I feel like I have similar experiences like that nice. every now and then. So extra. Yeah. All right. So I said that you are a music journalist. Mm-hmm. What even is a music journalist? What do you do? It's funny you say that because I only feel like recently I've kind of started calling myself a music journalist every now and then. Um, I, for the longest time, was just kind of contributing to these magazines or publications and I didn't really know what I was doing I kind of was just like oh this is cool I get to interview some cool artists and artists that I actually listen to as well so that was like a really fun experience but yeah I think music journalism in a nutshell is just when you sort of tap into different music artists and their talents um, their music their sounds uh, understanding that there is depth to the music that we listen to and delving a bit deeper into that is always something that I feel like anyone who enjoys music or even just someone who might be interested in an artist or be a fan of an artist might benefit from listening to because, yeah, it's like you get an opportunity to ask them things that, you know, you might not always know about them. So I think that's a really cool aspect of being a music journalist. Um, You kind of have obviously a responsibility to ask the questions that need to be asked for the publication and for the artist, but it gives you also a little chance to dive a little deeper and see mm. what they're about. So what's the process like? So you sit down, because yeah. I'm trying to picture it, you sit down, you listen to the music and you take notes. Is that how it works? <laughs> yeah, I think I kind of approached this very, like, in a way that didn't know what I was doing. So I kind of just looked at other publications when I first started delving into music journalism and saw what they sort of wrote about and what the interesting articles the articles that I found interesting, um, what questions they were asking. And then from there, I kind of developed my own little routine where I would get assigned an artist, so I never really picked them. Um, I would, yeah, obviously wait for the publications to sort of assign me an artist unless I was, like, really, really passionate and was like, okay, I really want to interview this person or something like that I would kind of put forward my interest and if it came up it came up if it didn't it didn't Um, but yeah I would get assigned an artist and then I would delve into their recent music so anything that they've released in the past year um, and anything that might have come out recently in the past couple of months I would listen quite deeply into like the lyricism uh, kind of break down the production and think about how I felt listening to the music. Ooh. So it's kind of fun. It's really fun. It's like you're taking your own music journey or like listening to music that you like and delving a little bit deeper. So you're able to like bring that out into words, I guess. Um, so yeah, I would listen to the music and then I would do a bit of research on the artists themselves, see what they're sort of into at the moment, whether their sound's changing. I'd listen to their old music Um or if they didn't have any old music, if they're like a new up-and-coming artist, mm. I would just kind of present questions or think of questions that would probe them to talk about that sort of stuff, like how they got to the point of developing an album or an EP or their debut single or whatever it might be. Like I just kind of do a bit of research, background research on them and mm. then develop the questions from that. And do you worry about 
misinterpreting the lyrics? Like, is that something that's at the forefront of your mind? What do you think about when it comes to understanding lyrics and understanding what they're trying to convey? Yeah, that's a good question because that's happened to me a couple of times um, where I've been like, what are they talking about here? Or is this, like, do I think it's this and it's actually not this? And it's fine. I think it's like music is interpretive or naturally um, subjective. Uh, I think when I do kind of like think, oh, what's the, what are they talking about here? It kind of like excites me because I'm like, yes, now I can like formulate a question around that and be like, hey, I listened to this song and I heard this lyric or whatever it might be. Um, this is how I perceived it what was your take on this or what was your intention behind this type of lyricism or whatever it might be. So, yeah, it gives me an opportunity to ask them that. So I think I never really worry if I'm, like, making a mistake or if I've interpreted it wrong. I'm just, like, open to them kind of correcting me or even just telling me from their perspective what that actually meant. And it's interesting because you don't really say this is what it is. You go, I think this is what it is. What did you mean by it? Yeah, exactly. So it's never, like this is what you said and this is what you meant. It's more like this is what I heard and this is what I think you were intending to say and then they sort of like come back with whatever they like intended to Mm. convey in their lyricism. You write for Acclaim magazine, right? Yes, I'm one of the contributors at Acclaim magazine, yeah. How did this role come about? So I used to write, actually I still write for um, a magazine called POCC magazine um, and... That's a really beautiful publication. Everyone should really check it out. I really enjoy writing for them. Um, But yeah, I started writing for them and I was just posting my work on Instagram. And if you're a writer, I would definitely recommend doing that because that's pretty much how I've, you know, been able to accrue like different sort of jobs. Mm. Um, And I think the editor of Acclaim saw one of my pieces um, for POCC magazine and just reached out on Instagram and was like, would you be interested in writing for Acclaim? And yeah, that's pretty much how it started. So (laughs) it was like, yeah, kind of putting me myself on. And um, yeah, also all the people who shared my work, I'm sure they probably saw it through someone else sharing the work or like anything like that. So Mm. yeah, it's just pretty much putting yourself on and yeah, having a good team of people who would support you. We're going to pause here and when we return, more from Aisha. Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander children aged three and four can access 15 hours per week of free kindergarten. In a kinder program, children learn through play, art, music and dance. Qualified teachers create culturally safe places for Aboriginal children and families. Koori kids shine at kindergarten. Find out more at vic.gov.au forward slash koori-kids-shine. Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. A 3CR supporter. You're listening to Diaspora Blues on 3CR Community Radio, 8.55am. I am Ayan Shirwa. In this next half of the interview, Aisha discusses Sampa the Great and her contributions to the music industry. And if you've ever considered music, journalism, stick around because Aisha shares her tips for getting your foot in the door. So what brought you to my attention was the article that you wrote about or the interview that you did with Sampa the Great. And I just loved how supportive and affirming you were. And I remember you described her here, I've got the line, shaping the hip hop sound in Australia and she seemed surprised by it and I was thinking Sampa you're amazing but I loved I loved how excited and how 
and how you are giving her her props. Is that something you think about? Is that something writers should do? Kind of making sure that others understand how valuable their work is to their own communities? Oh, yeah. I think, like, I do a mix between, like, Australian or artists that have come out of Australia and um, international artists as well. And I don't think it's, like, anything I really, like, reserve just for artists that are kind of locally or, like, homegrown, you could say. Um, I'm just so excited about Sampa's career and, like, everything that she's been able to do for music in Australia Um, and especially for black people in Australia and black artists. I think she has definitely pioneered so much in the industry that it's actually like insane when you think about it and when you think about how much she's been doing for black artists globally. Um, I just was like, of course I'm going to say that. If I have the opportunity to like, Mm. you know, talk to Sampa and get to know her a little bit more, why not? Like, I feel like we need to compliment our fellow artists as much as we can. So let's move to the music industry. Yeah. You know, you've interviewed um, tons of people, you know, you've gathered a lot of interesting reflections. Based on those reflections, what have you learned about the industry? I think, to be honest, like through interviewing and like interviewing artists, I try to not sort of touch on maybe the negative aspects of the music industry. I try to make it more inviting and uplifting for artists that are kind of just starting out and wanting to learn more about those who are already, you know, making strides in the industry. I think I've learned more actually in the community and understanding like I have a lot of people who do, a lot of friends, a lot of close friends um, who do music and are pursuing music locally. Um, And I just think, you know, there's so much talent in our community. There is so many amazing artists and people that are like behind the music that should be celebrated. And I hope that Australia and especially the hip hop rap sort of industry in Australia recognises how important these local artists actually are for pushing the industry forward. Um, I think there is a lot of, you know, industry or label support for POC or black artists who are only just like, you know, garnering a fan base or who are just... I guess, you know, have maybe have a hit song and then they, like, jump on them or leech on them at the mo- like, when that happens. But I think there needs to be more support for when, you know, there's, there's organic growth. And I know in this day and age it's not always, like, you know, waiting around for an organic growth to occur in the industry and make it happen and things like that. And a lot of people want, like, quick, fast hits and whatever it might be. I think there is such a beauty in like seeing locally grown artists and artists who are kind of coming from the ground up Mm. in our communities. I think there's such a beauty in like understanding that journey and like seeing them in their early days and watching them grow. I always feel like that's just so nice to see. And when they sort of do get that recognition and they start to build a platform and things like that, it always excites me more than just like a you know, random person jumping on the scene with a hit single that's been pushed by a label so hard. Like, you know, like props to them for getting the the recognition that they can. But I think there's, yeah, there's a real disconnect between that and like understanding the growth of a a local artist Mm. who's been, you know, grinding for years. 
And it's also interesting because you are part of that journey with them, seeing them from the beginning, whether it's performing at schools, at like community, community events. Yeah. And one person I'm thinking about is Kai. I remember the first time I saw her perform was at a Still Nomads event. So I think it was around 2017. And I was like, wow, she's super talented. Yeah. And now I see her creating video clips and oh, just yeah she's killing it yeah, yeah. like she's actually topping the it. charts and it's just so beautiful to see and you get behind them and you want them to win and you're excited for them who are you listening to at the moment <laughs> um who am i not listening to i feel like i <laughs> i'm always trying to find new artists um to support but definitely from like the local scene I'm loving everything coming out of that kid Maz, Jal, Pania, and yeah, like you said, Kai as well. Um, internationally, I feel like also I've been listening to a lot of Fouché. What's that? She's um, she's like an alternative artist. Girl, I thought Fouché was a genre. That's a person? Yes. I'm so dumb. Go no, on. That's okay. <laughs> Um, she's, she's really cool. You should actually check her music out. Um, I, yeah, I've been listening to a lot of her. I love Thames. Thames is one of my favorite artists. So I always listen to her. Bit of Vince Staples, mainly in like the hip hop, rap, R&B scene is like usually what I listen to. Um, but yeah, local artists are, are kind of like putting out a lot of heaters recently. So I'm like listening to a lot of local artists. Yeah. Yeah. Alicia, Southside Denny. Jordan Dennis. Oh, all these <laughs> <Kai> names. <laughs> I, at the end of this, I need you to write it down for me because I've started doing more of that because prior to that, I had only played R&B and hip-hop artists of the 90s because that's mm. the genre that I grew up with. Yeah. And it's fun, but there's only so many times you can listen to it. Yeah. And I've started branching out into local artists and trying to play them more because it's so important that we focus on the folks down here. What advice do you have for folks who want to get into music journalism? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, look, to be honest, as trash as this might sound, networking. Like, I feel like in order to... Actually, everything that I've sort of achieved or been lucky enough to receive in terms of opportunities for like journalism, music journalism, has come through word of mouth and people putting me on and like kind of networking myself around. If you're struggling like to figure out who writes what, have a look on some of like the local publications, like Acclaim Magazine, they'll always write who wrote the article. Um, And then do a bit of research into that person. You might find me, you might find someone else, like along the way, I think reaching out to them and being like, hey, um, you know, I am an aspiring music journalist and I would just love to hear more about like how you got into the industry. If someone said that to me, I'd be more than happy to put them on and say like, you know, give them some tips and introduce them to people and whatever it might be. I think that's always the way that you kind of get places with journalism and music journalism in particular. Um, and like I said, put yourself on. If you want to just write an article about an artist um, that you enjoy, write that post it somewhere and someone will find it and read it and like see you know your talents and how you enjoy listening to music and translating that into words that's such good advice very solid thank you so much I feel like it's advice that people can follow up on because I know when I did 
I did this like writing course that I dropped out of. <laughs> but a tip that we were given was to read the work of other people and to read the work of artists that we respect and enjoy. Yeah. And it's not necessarily about emulating the work that they do, but getting an idea of the rhythm oh, of the yeah, writing. Of course. That's how I started. Like I would just get inspired by reading other people's work. And I think that's always like a really cool thing to do mm. because you can also maybe distinguish a different um, style of writing from that person as well. So if you're like, oh, okay, this is so how this person writes. I'm going to try a little different angle here, mm. try something a bit different. You don't have to, like you said, emulate it or even copy it. Like it's obviously not right to do that. But, um, yeah, if you can like get inspired by other people's work, that's always like a really cool thing to do. That was Aisha Hassan giving us the scoop on how to make it in music journalism. You can read more interviews by Aisha by going to acclaimmag.com. That's acclaimmag.com. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio, 855 AM, on digital and online, 3CR Radical Radio. And that is all from me today. I want to thank Aisha Hassan for joining me this week. It was a pleasure to speak with her. You can read Aisha's work online at Acclaim Magazine. Stay up to date with all that she is doing and Sis is doing quite a bit at Aisha underscore H. Taking us out now is, hmm, I did have one song in mind, but looking at my grid, I'm thinking maybe, maybe better in black. So taking us out now is Better in Black by Thalma Plume.
say you wanna bite me around town like in Tiki Wanna repeat, dim the lights down low Don't believe me, I'm all in You got me hooked on you Tryna stay afloat, but you taking me under See me from across the room Sitting in the booth, no, you want me on the dance No, 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 your desires I don't know, no, no I drop it low, 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 do we get higher? Drop it low, low, low Fuck all the plans that you had tonight Get lost on the molly, just dancing by Figure out later tonight we can bask in this love Say you wanna grab up on my waistline Red wine, no light, lock it with a bass You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.